the college football experience week three preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week three preview and picks episode. Last week was crazy. We're back in the studio. Audio is working. My, uh, my apologies for Vegas, <laughs> but uh, we're rocking. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Don day. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. I've been crossing off the days before week three, before we get some college football action going. And I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, yes, college football week three, yeah. <laughs> The weekly track. I'm fucking excited. Yes, yes, yes. We're also joined by third man in the booth. He's from a hotel. I don't know where he's at right now. He was at a different hotel last night. Who is this guy? He's on. What? He's living a crazy lifestyle. He's like the Stones in '69. All right. Uh, Look. uh, Give it up for the DFS guy himself. Come play DFS with us. We tweet out the lineup. We invite you to come play DFS with us. Uh, Give give uh, give a follow to at TCE on SGPM. But give it up for. The rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lack giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, guys? Oh, yeah. Wild one. Look, we do got a wild one. Look, I know we thought week two was going to be weak, a little weak on the slate. If you go back and listen to our preview back in April, turns out that was not the case. Week two was absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah. Uh, Patty C rocking his JMU hat for the representing the Sunbelt East. Folks, we've had a crazy couple days. Scott Frost is fired. Do we care to talk about that for a second? Bye bye. I was surprised it didn't wait two weeks. <laughs> yeah, save saved the, uh, us seven million dollars. Yeah. What do you make of it, Nick? 
Uh, well, first, I mean, uh, I don't think the Stones in '69 ever traveled from Haymarket, Virginia, to Manassas, Virginia. But if they did, <laughs> they they would have to not be sober. Yeah, I, I am a Hilton Honors member. Thank you very much. I'm not sure if the Stones were, <laughs> but uh, guys, the, the the chat is live already. Joe Hackney wants Patty C to shotgun a beer. Our oh, man, man, Magic Man Blanco's in the house. Yes, I went 12 and 4 ATS in NFL week one. I know it's what we do. Dryden is in the house as well. Dude, yeah, the Sun Belt's awesome. Week two was a wonderful, fantastic week of college football. And I can't, I'm so excited to, to do week three here. Let's do it. Scott Frost is fired, though. You were not surprised. I was a bit surprised. I thought they would let him go. Is that the question? Yes. <laughs> this guy's had a few cocktails already. I can tell. Uh, I am coming back from a, a work function that included an open bar. There you go. Well, you got to take full advantage I of that. Might be uh, pretty well lubricated no, at this that, point. That that means your picks will be fire. I always I always pick better when I'm hammered. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Sober. Sober. I might be That's taking said, UMass. Let's fucking do yeah, it. Yeah. There you go. Um, the shot guy yes. have to wait. It's a, it is surprising that before the buyout, he got fired, but look, the first three weeks of the season couldn't go any worse. Yeah. Uh, I was still a bit, bit, bit surprised. We'll see what Mickey Joseph take it over. Um, I thought this though, I thought you kind of, as a program like Nebraska have to show that you're serious about football and you immediately want to take the steps to do what you can to move the season in the right direction. Like if you're a, a, a major ass program and you have all these people paying money out the ass to come to see your games and you're just like, no, we're just going to sit on this coach. I mean, I guess, yes, your fans should be smart enough to know that by saving that money, you can invest it into another coach. And you know, see, here's the problem I think though. And I, I'm interested in your guys take, cause I said this on the SGP show by going to Mickey Joseph. Now you might be stuck with him if he wins. <laughs> so instead of you getting your guy, like imagine if he does, their schedule is not incredibly hard. Imagine if he does go like, I don't know, they've already played three games. So what? Imagine if he goes seven and two. Let me take a look at the. Do you bring him back? The next few you're games. You're not stuck with anybody. Trev Alberts has to have the balls to be able to say, you know, yes, even if you did good in the, in the interim, I'm picking my guy. Cause you know what? I mean, his job is on the line too. So I don't think you're stuck with anybody. I think you hired the best person for the job, dude. If you probably not the interim coach, if you take the first black coach in uh program history and he goes like eight and one for the rest of the season and you don't take him on, not saying you have to, it's just a, a very ugly PR look. It is what that it is. is true. That is true. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm colorblind. I didn't even know he was. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I no, just he's think the first black coach in the history, not even football, of in all the history the of Nebraska athletics. That's unbelievable. Well, that well is wild. let's, look, let's yeah. look at this a little bit differently. If he does a really good job, then who's to say he's not the best person for the job? I agree. This, I is, agree. this is like a, a free trial by error. Like, it, you know, yeah, if, if they're just average, okay, you know, no harm done. They bring in somebody else. If he does a really good job in turning around this program, then hey, maybe he deserves it. Yeah, that might be worth true. Uh, but I also just feel like worth the seven million right there to see if you got a legit coach on Tre- Trev Albert's been an athletic director like a year, right? Yeah, I would want to get your guy in there, and I think by pulling the plug early, 
regardless with a you know, shitty slate in the immediate future yeah, for this. I coach. just think it, it, it could go against you if you're trying to get someone that, that you really want. Well, that said, um, yeah. Indiana looking decent. Rutgers looking decent. Purdue looking decent. Illinois even looking decent. If he does have success during this uh, next few weeks, he's kind of maybe legit. We'll yeah. see. Uh, what else? Quinn Ewers is out five to six or four to six weeks. Targeted return is the Red River shootout. Uh, should we be worried about the Texas Longhorns? Nick, you're the you're, you I got don't the think Texas so. I mean, We're going to get to that game here soon. And I, I don't think you need to be worried. I saw enough from that team other than the quarterback position to see like, Hey, this defense might be legit. We yeah. know the running game is legit. We know they got weapons like Xavier worthy on the outside. I, I think Hudson card can do a good enough job as a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, their ceiling is somewhat lowered without Quinn Ewers, who looked pretty damn good by the way, against Alabama. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, that was exciting. I, I think, you know, the future is exciting because he did look good and, you know, just in a couple quarters there, but I think Tennessee could win games without him. Tennessee. I'm sorry. Tech. I'm sorry. Texas. This guy's this guy's coming Come in. On. Coming he in. He's like he is like the Stones in '69, right? He's been doing. Tennessee, Texas. Come on, they both start with the. How many whippets? How many whippets did you do before the show? <laughs> you know, it's uh, funny because that that question: Should we be worried about Texas? I interpreted it the exact opposite way. I said yes. Now we have to be worried about Texas, assuming we don't want them to win and mm. fuck Texas, right? Just wanted to get to that. Just wanted to get to that one more thing. How about? The University of Texas A&M pep rally before the game on Saturday, Friday night at around midnight. The uh, fine Texas A&M fans. Well, have you seen this, Nick? A lot of y'all. I had to Google this team to make sure that they're even real. I was really confused because <laughs> Appalachia is definitely not a state. Sure enough, I found them, and they're located deep, and I mean deep, in the backwoods. Just like you would think any hillbilly college that names themselves the Mountaineers. I just hope that so these guys awkward. get here tomorrow, all right? Because I know for a fact that half of their football team can barely even read the name on their jerseys. Let alone read a map. <laughs> it's a shame that the only two brain cells that all these guys have left are gonna get knocked out by our wrecking crew defense tomorrow. <laughs> this guy seems like he's done a few Jaeger bombs before that, but still, uh, absolutely hilarious because they're all wearing overalls in this video. And they also have uh, the, the, what's the, the sign, the, the language, uh, what's the term for the job oh. on that? They have someone standing next to uh, a signer. Yeah. Yeah. The interpreter. Yeah. Interpreter, yeah. There yeah. we go. That's a big word for me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, just absolutely hilarious because they go out and get the tar kicked out of them. And, and I don't know if you guys know this app state held them to over to under a hundred yards passing and under a hundred yards rushing. They only got one score on offense all game. 18 minutes of possession. <laughs> That's an ass kicking on all levels. What'd you make of that? Except the score. And board. the irony too, like College Station is in some thrive, like it's in the middle of Queens, New York or something, or Manhattan. This is College Station. You're a fucking redneck too, you fucking jackass. Yeah. All right. Uh, what'd you make of that thing? 
Uh, great for college football, I right? Mean, uh, Absolutely great for college football. All right. Friggin' hilarious. Uh he took big big breaks between each sentence. He had to yeah, he had, yeah I feel He's like he had done for that applause. I, he had done a few Jaeger bombs. I think he got a little bit of applause, but he was also like, shit, what else should I say? You know what I mean? So like <laughs> karma is a beautiful thing. And this isn't the first time I've seen like embarrassing uh night before speeches by these kids at Texas AM. Whatever like they need to stop that tradition because <laughs> it's nothing but embarrassing. Yeah. So uh, have you guys seen other ones? There's I've been seen last, a couple last couple of years. Like it's always embarrassing. <laughs> it's always some asshole talking bad about other universities. Yeah. Dude, I like it though. Know, that, that, I, I like uh, when teams talk shit against each other, they did talk shit. I think uh, I saw it. The only other time I saw it was when Oklahoma beat them. Like what was that? 77 to seven. And they <laughs> remember that when they had Fran, Dennis French Franchi on? Yeah, yeah. Like I uh, mean, if you want to heal, there you go. Like if if you want somebody to root against, it makes it pretty damn easy to root against Texas AM when you're saying <laughs> asinine shit like that. They are kind of like like you would think Baylor might be the the liberty of the uh, of Texas. No, I think it's low-key Texas AM. Fucking hilarious. It's kind of like like uh is mentioned in the chat here, a cult. A little bit of a cult thing. Uh, going yeah, on. a bunch of assholes in overalls are saying like backwoods or can't read. You're wearing fucking overalls. Right. <laughs> Self awareness very low at this moment. I just love how they have the the interpreter there. <laughs> Who is watching that from like Japan, right? Who is watching that from an? I mean, not Japan. No, I, I, yeah. no, I, th- I think it's people that are are deaf. I think you're okay. right. I think you're right. It dawned on me as I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese. Uh, I've been drinking. They're signing I've been Japanese. drinking. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a fun show. Yeah, guys. I've been drinking folks. Uh, look, you get back from Vegas. It's hard to just go straight sober. Um, anyway. Okay. But how many people are showing up though that are deaf? Well, they're being compliant. They they are. Uh, I mean, this is at midnight on a fucking Friday night. Say, say all you want about them. They are compliant to people with disabilities. You got to respect inclusivity, that. inclusivity, buddy. that's right. I don't know that word either, man. You get hit me with all these big words. Um, anyway, uh, what else do we want to talk about? Top 25 came out and guess what? Texas A&M still ranked ahead of Appalachian state. Yeah. How about that? Let me get this straight. Texas A&M's lost three straight to FBS teams. They beat one FCS team in Sam Houston state who then since went on and lost to Northern Arizona, Appalachian state is one and one with a two point loss. To North Carolina, who's three and zero, who's also not ranked. Yeah, no, North Carolina is twenty five, right? Ranked. No, oh, they're, no they're not. not ranked. No, this thing is a fucking joke. College football, look, we love it, but it's such a fucking sham. Oregon's back in for beating Eastern Washington. What the fuck are we missing here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the dumbest. Yeah, we love the sport, but it's so fucking stupid. It's the, so corrupt. You can AP see how corrupt it is. Is very, very brand name uh, focused. You know. They they rely heavily on and to be honest the brand names are often the, uh, the teams that end up winning but in a in a situation where you're not projecting and it's supposed to be largely a reflection of you know what has happened and and I guess that's always the debate is this a projection of what these teams are or a reflection of what they've accomplished and what would make it you, is not at all a reflection well, of what they say, what would make you project that Texas A and M they haven't played an FBS or a Power Five well, they yet. do it every year they go like. Eight and four, Texas. And by the way, uh, Texas eight and four. That's is, their new name. Is the new nickname, and it's fucking. I think great. they got bigger f- things to worry about. They might be Texas uh, yeah, six and six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, let's hop into it, folks. Let's get to the picks. Uh, 
Check that door for heat, Sam. Check that door for heat, Sam. Uh, as we start this starting Friday night, what the fuck going on college football? Why could you not give us a Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday game? You true pieces of absolute shit. Terrible, terrible, absolute terrible Friday though. We do have three games. Uh, That's why you subscribe to the college football experience. Get the FCS pod because we do have some ball games. We start off with uh, Mary Mac Harvard. We got an FCS game. Harvard opens Uh their season. Harvard's laying 27 points in the name of Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what? Mary Mac's already played two games. Give me Mary Mac plus the 27 Friday night. How are we picking these Nick? I, I only the, the primetime Friday game. I went Oh, and three in my three FCS picks in week one. And I said, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing, but I'll do this for the show. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to make tally safe for me. Mary Mac versus Harvard. Yeah. Let me dig in for a second. Nick, Nick what do you got? The game we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Harvard's yes, been playing it. football for a long, long time, buddy. I'm taking the points. Give me the 27. If I could, yeah. Mary Max played two games, got him under the belt. Jack, Jack Zaragaitis, the former UConn quarterback, is taking snaps under center for Mary Mac. Let's. Is that a good go. thing? He sucked. <laughs> he did suck. But you know what? It's a brand new day, buddy. Give me Mary Mac plus the points. Patty, see, make a pick, you uh, jackass. Uh, Harvard hasn't played yeah. yet. Mary Mac is already. Uh, well, they're one and one. They're I've been lost. saying all that shit already. <laughs> Beating assumption, uh, forty-five to seventeen last week. That's a big win. Don't make assumptions, Patty C. Hello. And then uh, Holy Cross is lost. Uh, the loss to Holy Cross doesn't look so bad now, True. does it? True. Take the points. Let's go, Merrimack. There we go. Then in Louisville, Kentucky, the Florida State Seminoles come into town. They head to the shack to take on Louisville. We have a a home dog here. Home dog. The Cardinals. This is an interesting one because what I feel like, yes, they have won uh, four of the last six matchups against Florida State, including three of the last four at the Shack. Jordan Travis was good against LSU, though for two sixty and two touchdowns. They played turnover-free football, well, with exception to the final minute, and uh, and LSU was the team that was making all the mistakes. Florida State looked pretty good though. Louisville looked like shit week one against. Syracuse, but they bounced back at UCF defensive line and offensive line. I thought looked really good in the second half as they, they shut out UCF in the second half. Malik Cunningham was only 14 of 29 for 195. did have a 43 yard rushing touchdown though. Uh, Louisville rushed for 226 against UCF. What are we doing here folks? The fact that it's in Louisville scares me a little bit, but two quarters of good football does not impress me as much as probably six, seven good quarters of football that Florida state has played. Granted, Duquesne doesn't mean anything, but beating LSU does. And uh, I got to ride Florida state going Seminoles, Patty C riding with the Seminoles NC Nick. What are you doing? I'm with Patty C actually. I mean, it's, it's strange to get such an early buy, but after a week zero game, Florida state does have the buy coming into this. They escaped New Orleans with the win over LSU. And I think that I think they're still riding that confidence high. I think they're believing. And Jordan Travis, I mean, I've been a detractor, but what really impressed me against LSU was his accuracy, which I thought I'd never say because he struggled <laughs> passing the ball previously. But man, he was throwing some really nice balls. And if if he can run and throw and be a dual threat, give me Florida State, man. There you go. 
NC Nick, Patty C basically saying Joe Hackney calling calling me out for taking the blue blood uh, and then going Florida State. Well, I can tell you something. Uh, they were rocking to the beat of the modest cheese band, and they're not they're not in Tallahassee anymore. I got a feeling. The modest cheese band. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. <laughs> and uh, Malik Cunningham, and it, you could really see, you could really see that uh, that tide turn for uh, for Louisville in that second half. They have the more talented quarterback. It's easy to see a tide turn. I'm taking Louisville plus the points. Let's go. Let's I go, baby. It. That was an impressive second half of football last week. I got no idea. That was a really hard game, though. I think Florida State's due for some losses. We got some people in the chat saying that, you know, there's a different Florida State team, maybe conference champs. I don't think I'm buying all that just yet. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. That what they still got what? Two fumbled punts, two block kicks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a game. Yeah. It's a big game because I think, especially for LSU, like, can they afford to go one and two? You mean, or, uh, you mean Louisville. for Louisville? You mean? I'm sorry, Louisville. Yeah. I'm, I'm all over the place. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they can. So, and they're at home, but I don't know, man. I I do think that Florida State's just buying into what Norvell's saying. I think they're going to be better this year. And and I was on the under with them. I think I might be wrong. Maybe it's too early to tell. Maybe I'm buying too much into the LSU game. But I think Florida State might be good this year. Hello, that's true. Uh, they look better than I thought. They would look against LSU, but that is a one-game sample size. And even with that, they were extremely lucky. I kind of want Florida State to be good this year, so they don't get Deion Sanders, right? <laughs> so uh, there we go. Um, next up, Friday night. This game's been happening since nineteen the nineteen fifties. We got the Air Force Falcons, fresh off of a true ass whooping against the Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, look, they're heading to Laramie. Awesome. This is uniform porn. Uh, Air Force hasn't won in, in Laramie in a decade, but hey, experienced quarterback, Hazik Daniels, experienced team, Brad Roberts. How about that run? The between Hazik Daniels' running ability with the triple option with Brad Roberts and John Lee Eldridge the third, the Air Force rushing attack is pretty nasty. They beat Colorado by 31, even though Hazik Daniels was just one of five for eight yards throwing. Um Air Force held Colorado to just 162 total yards. Only 51 in the air. How humiliating for a power five program. Yeah. Colorado was one and 11 on third down. Oh, and two on fourth down. Meanwhile, air force had 443 yards of offense. Basically that is what four, 438 yard or 35 yards rushing <laughs> in one week. Yeah. Last wow. week against the buffs. Uh, Wyoming is two and one. They've won two in a row, but they struggled a little bit last week against easy Ed McCaffrey in Northern Colorado. They were only up nine, nothing at halftime before pulling away and winning 33 to 10. Uh, Titus Swen did have three rushing touchdowns in that game. What are we doing here with the line? I'm currently seeing this line at 15 and a half Wyoming over at WinBet getting 15 and a half. They're plus four fifty on the money line. The total is at 47. I can tell you this much. I think I lean under, but I am taking the points and the Wyoming Cowboys because although I think air force is clearly the better team, this clock is going to be running. Not just when Wyoming has, or when air force has the ball because Wyoming's game is to run the ball. So uh, I got to disagree with the under though. I mean, 
Air Force themselves, 48 and 41 points total by themselves. And then when you look at Wyoming scores, they've been uh, 40 to 37 against Tulsa. I think we might have some points in this one. Go with that over, buddy. I'm riding the over. All right. Who are you taking for the game? Oh, to cover 15 and a half. Yeah. Gosh, that half that hook might be enough, but no, I'm, I think I'm taking Air Force. I think uh, Falcon up. I don't know. Fly uh, high. Who who did I take on my? No, I think I took Wyoming. So there, that that tells you I'm not very confident in that one. Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, well, at first I'd say be careful when you throw the term uh, uniform porn. I was at uh, a barbecue for the uh, App State and UNC game, and a couple of the you know the the the, the women were talking about the. the different uniforms. I said, yeah, I mean, I said, it's good. It's good uniform porn. And, and you know what? They were like, they, they didn't quite understand. They were like, what yeah, the party like, stopped, the party stopped right there. They're like, who's the weirdo, right. the record skipped. They're like, what, what'd you say? Uh, but yes, uh, I give me the point big time. Look, air force, nice two and zero start both games at home. Now you're on the road, the road against a kind of a similar team that wants to play physical run low scoring. Give me the points all day. Did you already rattle off the stats uh, about what Wyoming has done against air force? I said they hadn't uh, well, air force hasn't won in a decade in Laramie. Yeah. I think so. That's the uh, a stat that convinced me to ride with uh, the other stat though. I, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe air force has won two in a row in Colorado it, Springs COVID, and, light, but yeah. covering this spread too. So they, they've won pretty easily. No, I don't, I, I don't think that's accurate. accurate. No, I believe one of their wins was twenty to six, and I think that was, uh, I think that was two years ago. I know um, they were at least by double digits, so yeah, it, it yeah, be close. Uh, well, I know that uh, here Air Force this four, this year's Air Force team is different too. They're really good. The last two times they've played, they have been in Colorado Springs. Uh, last year was come on. Um, Last year was 24 14. Air Force won by 10. And okay. the game before that was 20 to 6. Okay. Uh, but I, get so, this. So neither, neither would have covered, but both by double digits. Yeah, but get this, though. Uh, I just dropped my, my Air Force Wyoming game preview. Go listen to that. Uh, that. That Air Force only outgained Wyoming by, I think, 60 yards in the first matchup out of those two that they won in Colorado Springs. The second one, only 80. So turnovers were the big deal of why Air Force was able to win that game. So, so if Andrew is Peasley lock, is this lockworthy? I think it's I think it's I think it's fringe. I think it's fringe. Do we are we going there? I'm not going there. This Air Force team looks too good for me to bet against them. Yeah. Or a lock against them at least. Lock against them. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Next up. Uh Saturday morning, 8 a.m. kick, 11 a.m. on the east. Wofford in Virginia Tech. John Wofford? Against Virginia Tech, uh, who did John Wofford play for? Plays for the the Rams, right? Or did I don't know. But anyway, Virginia Tech's laying thirty eight. We we don't have to What's talk about Wolford. I think it's Wolford. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, I'm taking the thirty eight. <laughs> I guess. What are you doing here? Uh what I do? I think I I think I took the thirty eight as well. I had no idea what to do in that game. It's it's a weird time, weird kick. Um, Nick, uh, dude, Wofford has not scored a point yet this season. And has, right. has Virginia Tech? Oh yeah, they they scored a couple last game. They've scored a couple. They got beat by Chattanooga thirty-one nothing and Elon twenty-six. You know what? You're right. You're right. Virginia Tech. If Give me Walford, Virginia Tech. Walford has been outscored hundred four to nothing in their uh, two uh, most recent games. 
I'll take that. I think you can make a case. Elon and Chattanooga might be better than Virginia tech though. Uh, moving along <laughs> uh, Western Kentucky and in Indiana. This one's happening in Bloomington. Indiana's laying the six and a half. I'm going to take Indiana and this is one I might lock up six and a half in mm, Indiana. Western Kentucky has been playing pretty good football though. You know what? I am locking this. Let's go. Wow. Let's go. Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? I'm not. I took Indiana, but I'm definitely not because Western Kentucky, like I said, Nick, uh, I'm definitely on Indiana side. Uh, I mean, this game was 33 31 at Western Kentucky last year, but obviously the Hilltoppers were better a season ago. I mean, look, who was Western Kentucky beat? I would also Hawaii argue, yeah, and Austin P. I would also argue that Indiana is better than a season ago. So that's why. I'm going to the land on under. Lock it up. Give me the Hoosiers minus six and a half. Basilac's going to throw for 400. Let's go. You're not a little concerned about the sluggish start being down 10 nothing versus Idaho last week. Well, that game was in pouring rain. I'm hoping that skies well, actually no, I'm hoping for pouring rain again, but still, even with that, I'm taking Look, I, I Idaho's not bad. Big sky. They represent the big sky. Big sky's probably better than the conference USA. Actually it is. I'm going to go ahead and I feel pretty accurate about that statement. Big skies. Yeah, yeah maybe you <laughs> might be right. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm locking it up a uh, solo lock, huh? Yeah. Oh, fuck it. I'm with you. Let's no. Yeah, there we go. You guys it's will easy to see a time live turn. to regret this lock. Well, look, now we have the, that lock. Let's go. <laughs> All right, what the fuck are we talking about? Let's get this we thing both going. Locked it. All right. Next, next up we go Cincinnati Gideo farms. You mean plus six and a half all day. No, no. Well, he, he he's he's saying Western Kentucky minus six and a half all day. I'm sure he meant six plus six and a half all day. Oh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway, go ahead, Colby. Cincinnati, Miami, Ohio, battling for the victory bell. College football is back, baby. We got a real rivalry. They've only been playing this one since 1888. And yes, all-time series is pretty damn close. I want to say Cincinnati just took the lead within the last year or two. All-time. This is a fantastic rivalry. I'm excited for it. I'm very curious what you guys are doing here as I look at this uh this line sitting at Cincinnati minus 22 and a half. You know who I'm taking? Miami, Ohio. Give me the points. They're gonna give Cincinnati a game. This Miami, Ohio team's not that bad. They kept it within 24 at Kentucky two weeks ago. And that's with them giving up a big kick return to open the second half. But guys, in the fourth quarter of that game, Brett Gabbard wound up with an injury. And from what I've heard, he is out. A while, he, so he did not play last week. So you're talking about a backup quarterback playing the Cincinnati Bearcats defense. Give me Cincinnati. I am on the Bearcats as well. What they did to Kennesaw State last week, a lock of mine, uh, was enough for me to ride them for a while. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, like that. That backup might have looked decent against Robert Morris. <laughs> Obviously, we're talking about a horse of a different color with the Bearcats. All right. Well, Very buddy, so. this is a, uh, you know, this thing goes back. It goes back to Paul Brown. It goes back to Woody Hayes. Legends are are born in this rivalry. All right. I Give me this. the points. I locked this at Cincinnati minus 20 and a half. Yeah. I'm not going to lock it over 21, but I'll still ride Bearcats. Yeah. I, I, I look, I got it under, under 21, but over 21, I'm on Miami, Ohio. It's that simple. Cincinnati's all time. Most played rival. The most recent, uh, Scores though have been wins by Cincinnati of 21, 22, and 35 in the last three years, respectively. Well, 21 and 22 cover for you. Let's Back go, baby. 
Let's go, baby. <laughs> Georgia heads down to Columbia, South Carolina. Take on Spencer Rattler. They're at home. The Gamecocks are getting 24 and a half. I took the points. I don't like it too much because South Carolina kind of think I kind of think they suck. <laughs> uh, Nick, what are you doing here? No, I, I'm gonna lay the points. Uh, this game was 40 to 13 last year. Year before that, it was 45 to 16. And if if we're talking injuries, we gotta talk about the Gamecocks who lost uh, a starting defensive lineman and a starting linebacker with ACLs out for the year last year. I think Georgia rolls, man. Georgia looks very good. 24 and a half is too many though. Spencer Rattler was on the team last year, buddy. That right? is Zeb it. Nolan was on the Rattler team. hasn't looked that great. Yeah. I but, mean, sure. Oh, no. he's an he looks a lot Nolan. better. He looks like fucking Joe Montana compared to Zeb Nolan. But Still yes, throw a couple picks. Pretty d- big difference. Uh, Colby can discredit South Carolina special teams all he wants. It is Beamer ball after all, but they beat uh, Georgia state 35 to 14, a 21 point win. North Carolina only beat Georgia state by but seven. That's a good look for South Carolina at, at Georgia state. Completely sure. Different. Sure. Yeah. 21 and seven though. That's yeah. a big swing, right? And then they only lost by 14 at Arkansas last week, South Carolina looking a little better than I thought you had, you had really? higher expectations based on Spencer Rattler being there. All that said, I'm with Nick. I'm laying the points. Georgia looks too damn good and they will slap South Carolina. Mm, mm, mm. Next up, we got a rivalry game going on in Lincoln, Nebraska as the Oklahoma Sooners head into Lincoln, take on Mickey Joseph, Mickey Joseph. Uh, Hey, he's a former Nebraska quarterback. If anyone's going to know about the rivalry here, uh, it will be him. That Back is a quarterback, right? Uh, yeah, but he played. I mean, he, he was at uh, Nebraska for, I think uh, all his whole college career, his brother. I was just going to say, I don't recall him starting. I mean, look, Hey, it is what it is. That's fine. You know, that, that doesn't make you a good, a good coach. No, he started in 90. Did he? In, yeah. Oh, 90. Okay. That's a little bit yeah. before. Time. And, you, and his brother. <laughs> This is some family drama here. His brother is uh, Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator for the Cardinals, <coughs> former Broncos head coach who played at Colorado. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ooh. At the same time or thereabouts? Same time, I think. Wow. Yeah. And they were both uh, nationally elite at that yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, as they take on the Oklahoma Sooners, uh, I'm on Nebraska plus the points. And, uh, folks, I hate to do it to you. Oh, my gosh. Let's go to the land down under. Give me the points in Nebraska. <laughs> well, guess what? We got our first uh, one of the day of lock battle. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Look, let's go. I know Nick talks about co- teams often rallying around the new coach after one's been fired. It lasts a couple games and then the wheels fall off and they are a team on an interim head coach most of the time. That said, that's not going to be the case here. Because fuck Nebraska. There's nothing to rally around. They're not that good. And Oklahoma is much better than they are. Oklahoma was down three nothing uh late with thirty seconds left in the second quarter to Kent State. You feel confident about them? Thirty seconds left in the second quarter? Yeah. Like before half. So at halftime they 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 got a seven three lead at halftime. I don't feel as confident about that because <laughs> of that stat. But eleven points against Nebraska, I feel like Oklahoma is way better than that. Telling you, Nebraska's gonna be able to sling that rock on that defense. Let's go. Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, this game was 23 16 in Norman last year. Uh, I think it's too many points. I think Nebraska at home, they might get up for this game. They might just play loose and free with Frost <laughs> gone. Give me the points. Let's go. 
Um, next up, interesting one in that filthy, filthy carrier dome. All right, uh, Purdue, the Boilermakers, boiler up as they head into the dome to take on the Syracuse Orangemen. Hey, taking on Garrett Schrader, aka the Shredder. All right, could Jeff Brom be Master Splinter, Patty C? Um, Syracuse is currently laying one. This line's been all crazy all around. I'm on the cues, Robert and I, Mike Leach guy. I'm a Mike Leach guy. I warn people, watch out for the orange. They're doing it this year. Three and zero. Let's go, Nick. What are you doing? I might not have believed you in July and August, but I, I'm starting to, you know, pick up what you were laying down. And yeah, the shredder. All of a sudden, he can pass the ball, dude. He is completing eighty percent of his passes right now for eleven for, yards, right? A completion, right? Over five hundred yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, and then you mix in his rushing abilities. You know, over a hundred yards in two games, three touchdowns. I just think. That I'm going to go with a tougher, more physical team who also happens to be at home in this matchup. Boom! There we go, Patty Very C. Crazy. What are you doing here? Boiler up. Uh, it's tempting after how good they were against uh, uh, Penn State, but no, I am on Syracuse as well. That dome, that horrible dome, actually has a, a pretty good reputation for making a difference in games. And I think if you got Shredder at quarterback, then Sean Tucker is what? Is he Bebop or Rocksteady? He's Bebop. He's Bebop. <laughs> I gotta find out who the receiver is that's Rocksteady. Aronda Gatson Jr. Aronda Gatson's yeah. Rocksteady. He's Rocksteady, baby. Yeah. All right. Hey, and uh whatever. They got the foot soldiers with them. They're taking down Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that's know. That's right. Jeff, Jeff Brahms, April. All right, let's go. Let's go. Somebody's probably like tuning in with no idea who the Ninja Turtles were. And they're like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? The Ninja Turtles are eternal. But yes, we're probably and, aging and I think, you know, that a couple domes is cool because it, it, it adds to the diversity. Yeah. No, I've always said a you couple. should have no. Like the NFL like to me, the Oilers should have been the only dome team. Yeah. Every other team, no. Right? College it's got to be like less, less than 10% or less yes. than 5% college football. I think all you should have is this Syracuse and one other team, yeah. it, probably like Idaho or something. I don't know. UTSA is pretty cool. No, it? I don't like that. You don't shit. like that one. No, you're in Texas. It's Listen, always nice down yeah. there. Yeah. There's no, I mean, yeah. come on. All right. It gets pretty fucking hot down in San Antonio. That's That should be your advantage. That's True. why you, that's why you get rid of the dome. True. Right. I'm just saying who's got a cool, actual cool dome. Syracuse does. Sometimes the Alamo Dome seems pretty fucking lit. This is this is a sp- old Spurs David Robinson fan yeah. talking right now. No, yeah. it, you know what it here. is? It's watching sucks. watching the yeah. uh, game last year against uh, who is it that they got the last second win against? Uh, UAB. UAB toward UAB. the end of the year. Yeah. It, the place was fucking lit. Anyway, let's go. It could be lit outside too. Yeah, true. it's true. True. Uh, with it will be lit when they have natural light called f- f- you know from the sun. It's a lot better, right? You're not gonna get um, me to root against. Yeah. yeah, go green, Patty C. UConn heads to Michigan. Jim Mora Jr. catching 47 and a half at the at the the shit house. What are we doing here, folks? Uh, it was UConn and who? Sorry, I'm pulling this up. In Michigan. Oh, I'm taking UConn. I am too. Harbaugh's gonna call off the dogs. I imagine Mora family and Harbaugh family probably coaching. I don't know. Yeah. Jim Morris senior probably coached against Jack Harbaugh in yeah. 1944. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They went out, they go way back, <laughs> got in a bar fight afterwards. Right. Uh, let me, let me reach out to three, eight Oh, two are here. I think we can all 
pivot during the season. Once we see the teams, I don't think we're all beholden to what we thought might be a win in July. Right guys. Oh, for sure. I mean, for uh, sure. Look, two words, a, a good guy. He's a good listener, but I, I think we, we can all switch that pick. I don't think, you know, we're stuck with, you know, when we're doing a Syracuse preview and say, oh yeah, they're going to lose to Purdue. I mean, dude, things change, you know? Well, another I mean, thing is I did football. Well, I didn't expect them to whip ass week one against. Well, no, an, another thing is when we did the Purdue, we did the Purdue preview before we did Syracuse. And I had actually forgot that they hired Robert and I, and then when I did the math on, on, you know, essentially what this offense would look like, I said, you know what? That's more of a 50, 50 game. And then after watching them the first two weeks, I think Syracuse looks like the better team thus far, even though I know. And, yeah. What's right. that? And Josh beard is correct. This is supposed to be UCLA at Michigan. I know, which is a damn shame that Fuck we got Michigan, man. Honestly, like I, I, how do you do that? What's going on? What's going on here? And, <laughs> and you know what? And I know our guy is in the chat GBO farms, but fuck Tennessee. All right. <laughs> they're, they're supposed to be playing army this weekend. They replaced him with Akron. They played. Yeah, Ar- yeah. They paid Army a million dollars to not play Army. Mm. <laughs> it's a crock of shit. Anyway, yeah. guys, I, I'm with you. I'm taking UConn in the points. Michigan beat Colorado State by 44. They only beat Hawaii by 46. UConn's better than Hawaii, right? Give me the 48. Marginally at this point, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. It's nice that Michigan's first three games have have point spreads in the 40s. Oh yeah, it's they're ridiculous. really challenging them themselves. Absolutely ridiculous. All right. Uh, next up, Texas State Sunbelt represent as they go take to Waco to take on the Baylor Bears. They're catching 30 and a half points. And I'm taking the 30 and a half points. Spav it all magic. Let's go. Texas State hangs around just enough. Give me, they lose by 28. Let's go. What are you doing? Uh, it's a little too small for me. I'm going Baylor. He loves Baylor. <laughs> he loves Baylor. Uh, I, hey, was he, I he right? loves like Chip and Joanna Gaines, or he loves that show or something. I don't know. Hey, he, hey. Loves he loves Ken Star. Ken Star just died. Yeah. It's the Ken Star like a salute <laughs> game, celebration game here. Everyone's they're going to be doing terrible things in the locker or wh- wherever they did their stuff. I don't know what the fuck well, we're talking. about. I'll say this: like lost in that great Baylor BYU game last week was the fact that Baylor racked up 14 penalties for 117 yards, mm. which is not really Baylor football. And guys, do you forget that last year in San Marcos, this game was 29 to 20 with Baylor escaping with the W give me the 31 touché, touché. Yeah, Let's go decent point. I'm still riding Baylor, um, but BYU championship caliber team this year. So that loss, I excuse it a little bit. We'll mm, see though. Maybe mm. you guys are right. The Salukis are on the road at Northwestern. The Salukis zero and two start to the season. That ain't good. Shout out to Stone Labanowitz though. They need him back at QB. They're catching fifteen and a half at Northwestern, taking on Patty Fitzgerald. Fifteen and a half, still too many points. They still have Avante Cox at wide receiver. The Salukis know how to sling the rock over the field. Give me the Salukis plus fifteen and a half. Nick, what are you doing? I'm with you. I think it's too many points. I, I love the fact that they're winless, but only getting fifth, 14 or 15. I think most people will be on Northwestern. I didn't really like what I saw against Duke last week. So give me the points. Patty C. Yeah. They were getting throttled for most of the game against Duke. And let's be honest, they were losing to a pretty like average or bad Nebraska team for most of that game. They had a gift onside kick. Northwestern might not be that good this year. 15 and a half too many. Give me the Salukis. There we go. Villanova. 
heads to West Point, where the O and two Black Knights. <clears throat> I, I I do believe I said Army was going to go O and two. Did you? I did. Impressive. Uh, Nova's catching fourteen guys. The over unders at fifty three. What are we doing here in this game at West Point on that awesome stadium right next to the Hudson River? Uh, Nick, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, you've noticed that the spreads come down a little bit. I think it opened up at 16 or 16 and a half. I jumped on Villanova pretty early there. Army hasn't quite looked the same this year. They blew a 14 point lead actually against UTSA. They had them beat. Yeah, they're dicking around throwing the ball around too much. Like they're 0 2. I think they win this game, but the, obviously the question is do they cover? I'll, I'll take the points. I'll take the points too because Villanova is actually good. Yeah, in the FCS, yeah. they should be in the FBS. They should have already applied. They are better than Temple. I think the last time they played Temple, they beat them. Villanova plus fourteen. Let's go. I don't Patty. have a great feel for it, but I am riding Villanova. But maybe Army can uh, rebound here. We'll see. There we go. Moving along, Buffalo. Owen two just lost to Holy Cross on a hail mary. Shout out to Matt Saluka and the Crusaders. Uh, Buffalo is heading into Conway, South Carolina, to take on Big Bird, Grayson McCall. McCaw, McCaw, uh, and the Coastal Carolina Shanta clears. Coastal's laying fourteen at the moment. What are we doing here? I'm going to take the shots. I don't trust this Buffalo team. You're seeing life without Le- what life without Leopold. That should be a movie I write. Um, life without Leopold is it's just, it's just yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's it's really bad. Loss after loss. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? Uh, what are you guys doing here? There was sleepless in Seattle, and there's there's <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, what are you doing here? I'm on coastal. Uh, I, I like the fact that this was a close game last year in Buffalo, 28-25, and my Chanticleers just barely beat Gardner Webb last week. So I think that was kind of a wake up call. Get your shit together, guys. You know, if you don't play good every every Saturday, you might get beat. I'm on good coastal. Patty. Yeah, I mean, not that impressive. It's it's hard to really take them to cover what fourteen we said. Yeah, uh, when they only beat Gardner Webb by four, like Nick said, I'd said I'm still going coastal. I think they get it. To, I think they wake up. So, all right, let's move along. The Ohio Bobcats just got their ass whooped in Happy Valley. Now they head to Ames. They're catching eighteen and a half points in Ames against Matt Campbell's Chunky Soup and. Uh, what are you doing here? They're talking about Matt Campbell all going to Nebraska potentially. Distraction, distraction. Give me the Bobcats and Mickey Rourke's son. Uh, what the fuck's his name again? Not Nathan Rourke. Curtis Rourke. There we go. Um, is that Mickey Rourke's son? No, no, okay. no. Mickey Rourke's son. <laughs> Who the fuck is Mickey Rourke's Mickey son? Mickey Rourke looks like he fucking. He looks like just like a. He looks like a like. What, you ever see a shot of like the, the the rivers in India where it's just all plastic? Just going down the fucking oh, river. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the way Mickey fucking Rourke looks nowadays. I heard. Uh, uh, let, let let's hope Mickey Rourke doesn't have a son because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he probably wouldn't be that good of a dad. <laughs> hey, shout out to Mickey Rourke though. He was a boxer. We we bet yeah. on him. Some, I just right? watched this uh, uh, documentary on Tubi about some '70s like uh, boxer from Argentina who was like hot shit movie star as well as a boxer. And apparently Mickey Rourke went down there to box him and he knocked his ass out in one round. <laughs> it's like Mickey Rourke did Mickey or Rourke did. knocked his ass no, out? No, he got Mickey Rourke got his ass knocked out ooh, in one round. Ooh. Ouch. Who, who remembers the movie with Mickey Rourke and Tupac? I do. It's, it's called <laughs> Bullet. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I, look, of course. I remember <laughs> nice all this. Pull. I'm a big big Rourke fan here, guys. He misses a lot. 
But you know what? Big fan here. Keep doing all that the best shit. movie in the world, but it was it was kind of I don't know. It was just it was it was unique. It was entertaining. He's uh, reason number one not to get plastic surgery. He looks like fucking William Shatner or something right now. I fucking feel like. Um, okay. uh, no, I'm serious. Have you seen a photo of him now? You would. He looks like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, dude. Like he how, really does. How, how do those two people look alike? Shatner and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> well, you know, Shatner got like really fat in the face. I feel like. You know what I mean? Kind of looks like you're uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It kind of looks like uh leather face. That's what I'm saying. Another human's face. On the- <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Dude. Whoa. Yeah. All people right. look at people fucking Mickey Ward. Yeah. yeah. Just do a quick Google image. You'll you'll if uh, in case your wife or somebody you know is asking maybe considering doing plastic surgery. Just do one Google search of Mickey Rourke and, and they'll be back <laughs> yeah. on. They'll be back happy with life. That's right. What um, the fuck game are we talking about here? Ohio plus 18 and a half in Ames. I'm going Ames. I'm going Iowa State. Ohio hasn't proven anything to me yet. Yeah, I'm with you. And Iowa State hung tight last week, got it done when it counted, and actually scored on a pretty good defense. Granted, I think it wasn't that off of a turnover. No, they went 99 yards. They, oh, they yeah. went 99. Oh, I stand corrected. There you go. You go a 99 against Iowa's defense. You're legit. There we go, folks. All right. I want to tell you folks that the college football experience is brought to you by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the Elias sports bureau. Yes. Football fans, the NFL regular season's already kicked off and week two is right around the corner. Get ready to place your bets and lock in your fantasy team. But before that, you need to check out the Elias game plan app. It is absolutely fantastic. The ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, MLB. I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but the Elias game plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports. Yes. The Elias sports bureau is the uh, official statisticians of us pro sports leagues, including the national football league. Look, NFL season is here. So don't wait, download the Elias game plan app today. That's E L I A S. And right now I have a special offer. When you subscribe, you get a 14 day free trial period. Uh, off of your monthly subscription plan, but only if you use the promo code SGPN. Once again, find Elias Game Plan app in the App Store or Google Play Store today and use the promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus all these games at in 4K at no extra charge. They got over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch it on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows because they include the cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract, there's no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now you can try uh, Fubo TV for free for 7 days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com/sgp. That's f u b o t v.com/sgp. All right, we are back talking. Talking week 3 action. Uh, Old Dominion, Sunbelt, Funbelt. They've already been one of the Sunbelt teams to knock off a P5. Uh, no, I'm good, brother. Um, and uh, ODU's catching nine in Charlottesville. I watched the uh, Virginia and Illinois last week. Tony Elliott, he ain't winning any races. All right, <laughs> that offensive line. Kiss Darlington I, you can definitely kiss Darlington fucking goodbye. I mean. 
I'm taking ODU plus nine all day. I'm sorry, Brendan Armstrong. I felt sorry for you. The offense was was I thought were, looked awful. They only scored three points against Illinois. I know Ryan Walters, good DC, but still, I thought they would do a little bit more than that. Give me ODU, the Monarchs, because look, ODU just went and lost to the national champions. Overreaction. <laughs> we know East Carolina is the best team in how the country. Did, how did ODU look against ECU? Well, ECU dominated them like they're going to do every time they play. All right. <laughs> And uh, so I am on the nine points. Well, I, I can't take anything Colby says seriously when it comes to ECU. What do you mean? Can I get an accurate like assessment of how that game went? Was it actually a complete ass kicking? It 20, was. It, it was. I mean, start to finish. ODU could not. ODU went under three hundred yards of total offense. That's bad. Which was actually better than against Virginia Tech when they were under two fifty yards of total <laughs> offense. But Grant uh, Grant Noel was playing for the Hokies. Yeah. Uh, I'm on ODU. What are you guys doing here? I ended up taking the points too. I, I went back and forth on this. I expected a little bit of a bounce back from UVA, but at the end of the day, like I don't, I can't trust them. So I think nine and a half is too much, or nine, or whatever it's at now. Flat guess, nine. Flat o- nine. Yeah. Give, give me ODU. Patty. Well, I thought things were just Grant going- Wells too. I think you said oh, Grant Noel. Yeah, Grant, Grant Wells. Wells. Yeah. No, yeah. I thought that was a. I thought he was being funny by saying Grant Noel. Oh no, Grant Wells. Okay. Um, same difference. Who, who uh, holds Grant Null? Grant the Null. old Virginia Tech quarterback that was a lawn chair in the mid two thousands. Yeah, I think he that. was the guy that came after Vic, and everyone was yeah. just like, "Fuck." No, I think it went Glenn and then Null, right? Maybe I don't remember. Anyway, uh, ODU uh, nine and a half. They're getting nine, nine. flat nine. Flat God nine. damn it! No, you How just many said fucking nine and times half. am I going to have to repeat these? Oh my gosh! Okay, UVA. Here's the thing. I just thought. Maybe they were coming out flat against uh, <laughs> against Illinois last week. That was not the case. Uh, they couldn't get it together all fucking game long. And ODU, let's just say ECU is decent. Let's say, I mean, what they did against North Carolina State is looking better and better. If they had gotten that win, that might be a great win at the end of the season. Too bad they fucking choked it up. Oh well, come we're, on. We're going ODU here though. All right, Rutgers heads the Temple. Patty C's favorite. Northeastern football is back, baby. Going on at the link in Philadelphia. There'll probably be more people in this feed right now. I see what 16 people watching. There will be more people in this feed than at this fucking game. Uh, Rutgers laying 18 and a half. Currently I got this before at 17 and a half, but I still am not scared. I, I locked up temple last week against uh, who the hell was it anyway? Lafayette. Yeah. They were horrible. I barely covered that thing. So that's why taking you to the land down under lay the points. This is, I think the easiest wager you could make on Saturday. There's two really easy ones. This is one of them lay the 18 and a half in Rutgers last year uh, was like 64 to 17 or something. I don't know something crazy. And uh, yeah, I say lay the points. I agree with you. Lock city. And we have to give Rutgers credit where it's due. We all laughed our asses off at them being For what? beating Wagner. What but, are you talking but, about? But being 50 point favorites. Oh right? yeah. yeah. They covered a 51 point spread. Never thought I'd see the day Rutgers did that <laughs> fucking impressive. And we're going Rutgers again here, Nick uh, triple lock. I'm triple lock. It. There we go. Scarlet Knights, baby. <laughs> Greg Schiano. Let's go. Get in, folks, now and bet that now. Next up, man, I feel like my locks come in flurries because the South Alabama Jaguars are heading to Pasadena. I think they'll have slightly more fans than Temple. And uh, <laughs> South Alabama, 
It's getting 15 and a half in Pasadena. <laughs> if you listen to my locks episode, you know, I was on the South Alabama to hit the over and I'm sorry, folks, this line is off. Give me South Alabama. I'm taking you to land down under lock it up. Wow. Sprinkle some on the money line. The story of the sun belt ain't done yet, baby. Let me tell you what though, the sec going out West and having such trouble. Do we have a similar situation with the sun belt going out West? Potentially. Well, does that concern you then? I'm, I'm I just locked it up, buddy. So obviously or, not. <laughs> or, or does it concern you that like I'm a sunbelt guy, but it, you know, it's big time now. Like everybody knows what happened last week. So do you think some built teams are getting a couple extra points this week because of that? Like this game, when it opened up at minus 14, I was on UCLA because I think it's going to be a close game, but I think they're going to pull away late. I'm just wondering that if, if now, if, if mainstream knows Sunbelt and they're looking for these upsets, are they going to get a couple extra points that they really don't deserve? It's Maybe, possible. but you know what I'm wondering? I'm wondering if UCLA is any good because Bowling Green just lost to an FCS in Eastern Kentucky. Sure. And then and, they played and, Alabama State, and Alabama right. State's like an average, like a, a, a mediocre team in the SWAC. So we have zero sample size that and UCLA is, any good. is already kind of banged up. I same think same with Charbonnet. Charbonnet's a little right. dinged up too. Give me the Jaguars plus the points. Lock it up. Come to the land on under people. I like it, but I'm not liking it. Coward. South Alabama was impressive. And anytime you got Jainarius Johnson coming after <laughs> your quarterback, yeah. he's going to put it right up their butts. Um, look, I don't know. UCLA is pretty good, but I got to ride with you. Sunbelt Sunbelt. Let's ride that wave, baby. Nick, uh, you went, you went uh, South Alabama, correct? Uh, I, I'm with you at what is it? 15 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, next so up, give a sunbelt shotgun since uh, sunbelt shotgun. Okay, sunbelt shotgun. That's got to be like a, a weekly thing here. A weekly like, yeah. thing. Well, it's a JMU shotgun, but since JMU's on by, we're gonna do a sunbelt shotgun. But keep us rolling here. Okay. Well, yeah, next those, up, um, those cowards have to go and buy before they go to <laughs> App State. Oh, we planned it. We saw. Hey, we said we're gonna get those bitches. And we knew that uh, college game day was going to be in Boone this weekend. Uh, Grambling is taking on Jackson State. While we're killing time, Jackson State's laying twenty-one. Hugh Jackson against Deion Sanders. NFL, you know, got its footprint all over this game. Uh, Who has proven more? Who's won more games as a coach in their career at this point? <laughs> Hugh Jackson or Deion Sanders? I think, I think Deion, it's a fair yeah. question. <laughs> I'm taking Deion. I'm laying the twenty-one. Uh, Nick, what are you doing there? Prime time. Yes. Prime yes. Time. yes. Prime time. All right. Here we go. Sunbelt shotgun, sun shotgun for all the Sunbelt followers out there. Here we go. There we go. Oh my God. It went all <laughs> over his fucking shirt. <laughs> A sloppy shotgun. <laughs> oh. oh man. <laughs> Looking hey. like Jake, the snake Roberts over here. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, Let's continue on. Shout out to the uh, Sunbelt Shotgun God. Uh, Cal heads to South Bend. Forgot to talk about Tyler Buckner's injury. He's out for the season. I don't. That might be a good thing. So Drew Pinecone is uh, is going to be starting there in South Bend. Uh, Cal catching eleven in South Bend. Mm. I'm on the Golden Bears, and I'll be honest. This one might be a lot come Saturday morning. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, there's a potential. This is why this week is fantastic. Two cases here. The Marcus Freeman era, he's already 0 3 as the head coach of the Irish, right? 
Yeah. If he loses this, I think he has North Carolina and BYU on deck. There's a chance he could start out zero and six as the head coach of Notre Dame, right? This is a pivotal game. This is a hilarious potential hilarious game we got going here. And then you have the Texas A&M thing, a hundred million dollar coach or whatever the hell you want to say. You know his buyout's like a hundred mil. Uh, you know the number one recruiting class. If A&M loses to Miami, that would mean they would have four straight FBS losses, right? They would be one and two, and then their next three games. Or that stupid game in, in Jerry's world against Arkansas, which they could lose. Which they're, they're I would think they're going to lose at Starkville against Mike Leach, which I think they would lose, and at Alabama. So you are talking about a, a, this weekend's great because those two games, it's going to be absolutely what hilarious. What would their record be? Uh, it would be one and uh, five. What five? One and if one they and five. Lose yeah, this they're one and one now. So if they lose to Miami, one and two, lose to Arkansas, one and three. Lose to Mississippi State one and four, lose to Bama one and, and the five. Mississippi State games on the road. Yeah, and get this, then they have a bye, and then they're at South Carolina. They could be one and six. <laughs> you will never have a bigger feather in your cap against recruiting. Uh, <laughs> I think I already proved that. Oh man, I, I can't believe I forgot that. How about App State having uh, how many? What A and M's whole roster is four and five stars. They're literally their whole roster. I forget the number, yeah. but it's like sixty-eight fucking players. Yeah. App State has one four star, and that, that's Chase Bryce, who transferred in. Yeah, talk to me. Hey, talk hey, to me. Can't argue it. Talk can't to argue me. it. I like what Alex Brown says, and he says one shotgun for every Sun Belt game. Good <laughs> God, line them up, Patty. <laughs> trying to get home tonight. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? You then? are at home, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you are at home that's right now, buddy. Sleeping right, right here in the studio. Dude, it's too many points. I mean, like this is the brand of uh, of football that Cal plays. Like. Last week I was on UNLV to cover, but Cal to win straight up. They play close defensive games. This is going to be a close game here. What has Notre Dame shown you to lay more than ten points? Nothing. Give me the Cal Bears, Patty. Uh, I think the most compelling stat of all that makes me think you guys are right is UC Davis, who uh, uh, Cal beat by twenty-one, keeping it within two against South Dakota. Uh, who or South Dakota State, who kept it within four against Iowa. So that tells me that Cal is a decent program, you know, or a decent team. We know they're a decent program, not good. But Notre Dame has some questions to answer <laughs> with Drew Pine. Uh, <laughs> Drew Pine at quarterback. First first time around. Hey, maybe some jitters. Hey, go Golden Bears. I, I, that, this is a good chance. Listen to the morning show, Saturday morning, uniform at, point. at 8 a.m. Uh, on the West, 11 a.m. on the East. I think that one will probably be a lock. All right, folks, let me uh, get to the next uh, commercial here. Let us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by the No House Advantage. Yes, No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play and pick them contests versus other people for the shot at winning 250 grand in cash. All right, download the app. Choose a contest, select your uh, player props, earn points for uh, corrected picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills against the house. You know, and 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 what when you win twenty times the amount of money you enter in your picks episode uh, or in your picks not episode, but you know what I mean. Uh, bet on uh, bet on up to five player prop over and unders. I mean that's fantastic. All, that's what's great about sports betting in two thousand twenty two is all these uh, player prop over and unders. 
Uh, so sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a uh, a deposit match of twenty five dollars. We're also brought to you by PromoGuide.us. Yeah, PromoGuide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profits from sports betting. I mean, there's just there's just a lot to to unpack here. That's just absolutely fantastic. All right, PromoGuide.us. They they. If you're if you're already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, oh, I'm sorry. If you're not already using mathematical models to uh, help with your picks, you're missing out on an, an on something that's insanely valuable. Um, I, I really think you need to check out GoPromoGuide.us and check out the 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. Once again, PromoGuide.us. You get consistency, and consistency gives you profit. Um, we're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. It is a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their brand new over/under game. Uh and I I hit for green, stacking the money green this past weekend. I hit on the Sleeper uh promo uh, uh, essentially you pick two or more players based on their stat projection over/under you select and I hit on I think Jalen Berger over a half a, sc- a score. He had two touchdowns in that game against Akron. I hit on a couple other players. It's absolutely fantastic. Hop in folks join uh, right now on, on your, on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, promo code SGP sleeper.com slash SGP hundred dollar match. All right, hang tight. We're going to hop over to side B.